they can dig down that rabbit hole and be able to spend more time on your site and get to know you while you are creating one new post, but you're taking things that you're already creating, repurposing them, upcycling them, and being able to show your expertise very quickly to that new audience. Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Have you ever had that moment when you turn to Google, click on the link, and your eyes well up with joy because you found exactly what you needed to solve your problem? Almost like somebody read your mind or knew what you needed before you even knew it yourself. Well, Google is definitely on my gratitude list because I had so many of those moments Although I've had websites for decades, only later on I learned about something called cornerstone content. And cornerstone content is the best way to play into Google's SEO requirements by repurposing the content you already have to improve your authority and capture users and qualified leads by have this really long form cornerstone page on your website. So we're gonna talk exactly about that today with my guest, Meg Casebolt. She is the founder of Love at First Search, and she's all about SEO strategies to help your clients find you. So without further ado, here's Meg. Welcome to the show, Meg. I am so excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely excited to have you. So let's get to it. What exactly is a cornerstone content? I like to think of cornerstone content as, you know, if you have a lot of different pieces of information that you've put on your website at various times, blog posts, podcast show notes, video transcripts, anything along those lines, those are sort of like bricks and cornerstone content is taking those bricks and turning them into a wall that can get higher than just the bricks standing alone. So Lucy, in your case, it's like you've recorded over a hundred podcast episodes, right? Then you have various themes that keep showing up for you. And each of these individual podcast episodes and the show notes that go with them could potentially be found for something very specific. You know, just the one podcast, I'm thinking specifically, you have a lot around intention setting and it's setting goals. And each of those could be found for one little teeny thing. But what you could potentially do with cornerstone content is get found for a much larger term by creating sort of an all-encompassing guide to everything that you've created about that topic. So you could say, this is Lucy's ultimate guide to intention and goal setting for business owners. Or you could have another one that's like, here's our overview of, you know, how to use social media. Because I know you've talked about LinkedIn and social and a couple different platforms in different episodes. It's kind of like a way to take what you've already created and create more out of it rather than always creating something new. You're taking what you've already created and building something bigger out of it. Yeah. So why is Cornerstone content so important? I would say that there are two reasons. One is for the robots and one is for the people. So the first is when we talk about the robots, I'm here as your search engine optimization person. I care about you showing up in Google search results. And like I said, you can get found for those tiny little episodes or blog posts. But if you have a guide that is more robust, that goes into more detail, then you can rank for more difficult terms instead of showing up for, you know, 
goal setting in weekly planning events, you could potentially show up for like how to set smart goals, much more broad generic terms that could bring in a larger audience. The other benefit is if people land on your website and they just see one blog post or one podcast shown out, and that might be all that they see, they're not going to have a chance to go deep and recognize all of the expertise and authority that you're bringing to that topic. But if they land on your website and the first thing that they see is, look, here's 20 different podcast episodes where I've talked about this, and you let them see your authority and how trustworthy you are and how much of an expert you are, then they can dig down that rabbit hole and be able to spend more time on your site and get to know you. And again, you're not creating, well, you are creating one new post, but you're taking things that you're already creating, repurposing them, upcycling them, and being able to show your expertise very quickly to that new audience. Yeah. And don't we all want to do that? (laughs) Yeah. So how do I make Cornerstone content that Google loves? The way that I like to think of it is if you have a category that you already have on your blog post, you have a theme, maybe you had a series that you did on a particular topic, that's usually a good place to start. Another way to figure out what to create Cornerstone content around is you can use a a keyword research tool. There's a free one that Google gives you called Google Search Console that will tell you exactly what you're already ranking for. There may be terms in there that are too competitive for one single blog post to rank for. But if you kind of tie together, almost like each of these different blog posts is is a square in a quilt and you're making them into something larger, you might be able to rank at a higher position for that term. And if you do that, then you can take the things you've already created, but figure out the thread that ties them together and start with that. So often when I tell people how to get started with Cornerstone content, you look at what you've already created, you come up with a general theme, and then you create an outline based on what's already in your content archives and then figure out those holes in between. So maybe you have, let's say you're talking about SMART goals and you've already talked about the SAT, then you're like, oh, maybe I need to create podcast episodes about the M and the R so that way I can spell out SMART and link to every one of those. So sometimes it does involve the creation of new content, but it sort of can help you fill the plugs, you know, plug the gaps in what you already have to create a thorough process. I have a client who did a post about cornerstone content where she said, this is the, the 10 rules of intuitive eating. And so she did a 10 part podcast series where every one of those rules of intuitive eating was its own podcast episode and it had its own show notes. And then she created an ultimate guide to intuitive eating. And here are the 10 rules that had them all listed out. And then she just created a playlist of those 10 episodes so people could listen to it right there on the page. You know, it's taking the things you've already created and then building a narrative that ties them all together. You don't have to copy and paste everything from those podcast episodes in there, but you give kind of a short excerpt so people can figure out where they want to go deeper. Is there a rule on how long the content should be? 
Um, not necessarily. I mean, I would say that in terms of any sort of search content, the answer for how long it should be is however long it needs to be to answer the question. Um, but I would say that for cornerstone content in particular, we're looking at something like 2,500 word minimum, because you do want to have something substantial, something robust, something meaty. I put together a cornerstone content guide last summer that was the 15 steps to designing a website that Google will love. And it's 7,000 words. That's the length of an Amazon ebook. Like it's, it just kind of happened. And as I was creating these, you know, 15 steps and all these little sub steps, I started to see the gaps of, oh, I need to go create something about how to write an about page for search. And it gave me more to work with, but also it's now a guide that as soon as you get to my website, you're seeing a link that says, go check out our guide to making an SEO website. So it's something that as soon as you arrive, it's a really great call to action to show people our process and all the things that we already had that were otherwise just sitting there, you know, collecting dust in our content graveyard. <laughs> Yeah. So you talked about Google and we talked about having it on our website. Is there sort of the cornerstone content for our social media as well? That isn't really um, something that we talk about in terms of cornerstone content. I think that certain social media platforms, you can do that sort of, here are the things that I want to be known for. So for example, on Instagram, you can have your story highlights. Sometimes I like to look at people's story highlights as a way to say, what can you create on your website that has some of those same features and ideas? Because we want to be talking about things across all of our different platforms. It should be that we have this cohesive message messaging on social and on email and on our websites and on our webinars and all of the places. So if you're not sure where to get started, you could absolutely look at your social media as a way to sort of figure out what themes are showing up for you. And then once you have the cornerstone guide, you could absolutely also promote it on social media. But the search algorithm doesn't pay as much attention to social media as it does to the things that are happening on your website. Mm -hmm. So if your website is on uh, WordPress, there is actually a tick uh, where you can checkmark your post or page as cornerstone content. Yeah, and that is sort of a, an indicator to the plugins that you're using that you should spend a little bit more time optimizing this, that there's a specific keyword that we're looking for for that particular post. And that can give you some tips, if, especially if you have an SEO plugin on your WordPress website like Yoast or RankBath or All-in-One SEO to make sure that you have that keyword showing up the right amount of times to make sure that you've written a really great SEO title for it so that people who do see it on Google will click through. So you can still do a lot of those same on-page optimizations that you would do for a blog post and apply those to a longer, more robust cornerstone post as well. Beautiful. Thank you for your knowledge. So in and out of running your business, is there a favorite quote that you go by in life? The first one that comes to mind for me is it's a quote from Plato, which is be kind for everyone you know is fighting a harder battle. 
Oh, kindness goes so long. Yeah. And I think also as, you know, online business owners and humans, we often get this feeling of comparisonitis and this feeling of, well, they're doing so much more than me, or I'm so far behind. And there's a little bit of resentment that can build up for us. But when I think about that, I'm like, you know what? Everyone is fighting their own battle. I don't know everything that's going on with them. I just got to kind of stay in my lane, don't my, do my own thing and be kind to everyone that, that comes across my path. Absolutely. Thank you. Where can we find you at? You can find me uh, at our website, which is loveatfirstsearch.com. We're not that much on social media. It's one of those things that we realized as a team for our own mental health, it was something we had to sort of minimize our use of it. And so I, we are on Instagram. We are on YouTube. You can find us in both of those places at Love at First Search. I also do have a podcast about the process that we went through to decrease our dependence on social media and having conversations about that. So you, if you're a podcast listener and that sounds interesting. You can check that out at socialslowdown.com. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 